Hi, I'm Patty. I'm Kim Michelle. And I'm Jill. Welcome to our podcast. It's a great day to talk. Because honestly, what day isn't a great day to talk? So join us in our conversation. A great day to talk is brought to you by St. George Design. Offering complete website design, social media management, search engine optimization, Google and Facebook ad management, and many other digital and print marketing services. StGeorgeDesign.com And by Richardson Brothers Custom Homes, third-generation builders who have been building custom homes in southern Utah for over 25 years. They will take your dream home from concept to completion. Contact RichardsonBrothers.com Hi, welcome to A Great Day to Talk. I'm Patty, and I am trying to figure out how to share. Turn off the sound, Patty. Well, you know what? This is really hard. Yay, I'm not the lowest technological genius in the room. Copy link. I really am, but we're going to pretend it's Patty right now. I'm going to send it. My daughter wanted me to know if I wanted me to share it for her. And, now and go, I'm like, just you go make a Facebook account. I, I'm very important and busy. I'm doing my I know, podcast. She really is. Podcast. I, I know. And people are like, Patty, Patty, Patty. She's like, excuse me. I'm on I my podcast. I am in the middle of my business here. <laughs> well, not the middle, but <laughs> well, I'm in the very beginning. beginning. The well, middle of the beginning. Yes. Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. Well, the I would Patty's like. Patty's here. It's a party. It's a party. That's our friend, Patty. Right. Yes. If you if you type in my name in text, it defaults to party, and I feel like that's pretty. <laughs> that is pretty accurate. Yeah, I do. I mm-hmm. mean, for some people, they can appreciate that. Other people might be annoyed. Did you pay by me. for that? Is that or true? I'm going to try it. Yeah, it goes I'm to party it all the time. Oh, <laughs> we probably won't try it while we're doing the podcast, right. Patty. Wait, right, we'll probably right. wait till it's over. But yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, welcome to a great day to talk. I have been gone for two weeks and I have missed it. Oh, I missed you. I was listening to last week's podcast while I was mowing the lawn, and I was like, oh. I have so many things to say. We missed you. And I wasn't totally. here to do that. And um, But I was in Alaska. And I I just have to say, if if you've never been to Alaska, and I was 51, almost 52 when I finally made it, um, it is literally mm-hmm. the final frontier. It is beautiful. Uh. And it made me think, okay, how can we reduce commercialism in Alaska, but yet I still want to go and, and do, do all the, all commercial the commercialism. Yeah. We we were so lucky. We, we have friends that live in Juneau and we were able to stay with them and they were super gracious. Um, took us out on the boat, told us where to fish, like all of the things. I caught a huge fish, fly fishing and... Ah, uh, thank you, Judd. <laughs> and uh, we just had and a great your limit. We caught our limit. We learned how to net fish. We ocean fished. Uh, my husband was able to catch a huge salmon off the back of the boat on a fly rod. Wow. You're standing on one foot. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you yeah. guys are self-sufficient. So when the world explodes and um, we We're need going to things, Patty's house. We're going mm-hmm. to Patty's house. Mm-hmm. For yeah. Sure. Well, I hope you like salmon and <laughs> bottled tomatoes. Well, and done. you looked so adorable. Oh in my your goodness! And all your gears. And yeah. all your gears. Yeah, gear, so gear adorable. Helps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I brought back some socks mm-hmm. for my friends They're that say so "Bear cute. Hug." Yeah. Thank we. You, um, I did get to see bears, which was uh, awesome. We were. We did a pack raft trip where we 
packed our raft on our backs and then blew it up with like a garbage sack. It was kind of weird and it worked, but I was slow. Anywho, too much work. We're, we're, we're rafting down the river, just me and two other women and the bear is in the middle of the river. So my friend yells abort, abort. And we (gasps) go to the side and she's like, we just have my friend from Juno. She's like, just get up above the bear and you're fine. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Just give, get above the bear. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I had a, I had a bear horn. I was super excited. I wanted to use it. So I, I used my bear horn and and the bear got out of the river and we knew the bear was up ahead, but we didn't know for sure if it would still be in the river. And it was. So we got wow. off to the side. As soon as the bear left the river, we jumped back in our pack rafts and we paddled all the way. Well, we paddled out of the river to the ocean where we had a barrel of salmon that we had floated down from the top of the river because it's too heavy to carry. And it's a a barrel that's got a lid on it. So the bears can't, you know, sense it or smell it. Grabbed the barrel. My friend tied it up to her boat and we um, rafted back out to the boat that had been um, anchored into the ocean. And it was super... Like just amazing. Like, yeah, like it just I looked w- amazing. I'm sitting in that pack raft, just looking around at this beautiful area and just can't believe I got to do that. Like That's it was amazing. just, I was super grateful for the opportunity to go and also just, um, in awe. Yeah. Scott's dream. Yes. I mean, we went on an Alaska cruise and mm-hmm. so we had like five or six different stops yeah but they were pretty fast and Mm -hmm. we didn't get out the weather was kind of iffy and so our big fishing expedition got can and it was the last wedge yeah got canceled Mm -hmm. and we couldn't there were no other legs you know so we couldn't re schedule Schedule, yeah. yeah And it was still fabulous, but oh. it's still Scott's and the dream glaciers. to go back. And, yeah. 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 I, I know Riley had gone, Riley probably went, I want to say like 15, 20 years ago, he went fishing in Alaska and that's all he's ever talked about since. Yeah. Wow. And he didn't go with you. No, he yeah. went. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I want to ask you patooties, those two. If you didn't see their pictures and we should post <laughs> them all over. Oh, I know. Area. Everyone should see them. No. No. no they, really, they are. Well, it was our 30th adorable. anniversary and that was our trip. And I, you know, it's like, oh, you got a fishing trip for your anniversary. I'm like, honestly, Heck it was yeah. it was awesome. And, yeah. and perfect amount of everything. Net fishing all, was, I never, I didn't catch a fish on the net, but I did hurt my rotator cuff, I think. It's very hard. Oh. You just have to throw it really hard and now you're achy. Well, did, I'm okay. Let me ask you, Patricia, did you net all of your fish? I didn't. Who helped you? Oh, oh, net my fish while yeah. I brought them in? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rick, my brother-in-law helped or whoever was closest to me. I was just checking to yeah. see if you were telling the truth. Well, we went <laughs> net because, fishing. Because <laughs> did you do it all? Oh, okay. I want to know. All right. All right. All right. Honest. It's appar- apparently it's honest hour. Um, no. Yeah. When I, when I, we, when we went fly fishing, I could get my fish in, but we were, you're missing all the I know, sign language. It, this is, and I'm actually going opposite and faster than you should. So, okay. So here's your fly rod and you tie go slow, down. you pull it down and mm-hmm. tie down Patty's arms and she won't be able let to Let the talk. rod, let the rod do the work. I, I couldn't have heard that enough. Um, <laughs> but once I got the uh, fish close, Riley would put net the fish. But when we went, um, net fishing, you have about an, 
six to eight foot net that has weight on the bottom. An and you, eight foot net? Yeah, you and it's and you have to wrap it up a certain way. We had to practice on their lawn. And you grab this end and you throw it out to the water and you try and get it to land mm. open. Mine was yeah, always yeah, yeah, in yeah. half like a taco, which is mm-hmm. why I didn't catch any fish. Taco Tuesday. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and yeah, it that was like, isn't going to be fish. No. <laughs> mm-hmm. But if you do this and then it sinks because it has weight on the bottom and then you start just pulling it in yeah. as fast as you can and you get fish inside your net. That's kind of cheating. No, it's a what? different style of fishing. It's kind of and it's sustainable. You're not. No, uh-uh. Your limit in it, the islands. That's the way they fish. Haven't you heard the yeah. hooky lau? Well, okay, yeah. No. Do you want to sing it? You throw your net out into the creek. What? Sand? Ocean? I don't know. I don't even and know the, the song. I just Lama made that Lama. up. It's not Lama yeah. Lama. All the you Mama Nana. Okay. It okay. goes just anyway, like that. Just how she's Are you up. going to the Hookie Lao? Yeah. It's yeah. through your net out into it. I thought so too. I'm like, oh, this is going to be easy. This is like cheating. But, or I could put my, uh, you know, a pink fly on the end of a hook that they like pink flies and they yeah. could go to the pink fly and, and then get, get hooked and that hurts and them. that's also i mean how do you not cheat your that fishing ha- well, what is the, the thinking hurts. i guess the net what is it. the thinking behind an easier way to do it is cheating what's the thinking behind I, that i want to promise you net fishing Jill, is not I, that's easier. a whole that's a whole different show net but fishing it's, it's is not we're going to investigate in the future hurting fish is just a whole nother conversation mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh yeah mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. <laughs> Love fishing sounds fun. so riley said did you give him a bear hug <laughs> well we're going to at the end of the show and i didn't give the bear a bear hug be but yeah and rick my brother-in-law did help me net some fish too. I did say that at the beginning. I just heard Riley's like correcting my honesty, but I do have to say netting fish is harder than fly fishing Fishing. for me when, well, I mean, it just all sounds like it's different technique. It's different. We got to do all sorts Mm -hmm. of things. Anyway, it was wonderful. I'm grateful. I love every, there wasn't one second I didn't love except for the one time I did get a tone about my skill. <laughs> I did receive From a little whom? tone and I did maybe cry a little bit. Oh, what? Like, never who mind. Made, who made baby cry? <laughs> oh, I know. I said, never mind. I'm going oh to um, hell. <laughs> go read my book. <gasps> well, that's nice too, though. That, yeah. Did and you it, cry on purpose so you could, could go read, read your book? <laughs> maybe. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. I was just wondering. I'm just exhausted listening to all of the activities you did on your vacation. Yes, it was. So I went really quick. So and I, you got up super early. Yeah, we got up at two in the morning. I know that's that? crazy. That's You're exhausted. Right. Um, okay. So years ago, mm-hmm. years ago, my dad worked out of town all over the country, all over the actually all over the world. And um, one year he came back um, from Anchorage, Alaska, and he gave me a pair of socks that said Alaska on the top and my kids some socks that say Alaska on the top. And the, But then he gave all the guys, like my brothers, my husband, um, so my dad's son-in-laws and and my brothers all got these really cool, cool hoodies with Alaska. And I'm all, we Why got a pair, a pair of, socks. of socks. I don't get it. And so... Yeah. My dad got a pair of socks ah, from Alaska. Ah, so them. now I'm passing on the tradition and everyone who, yes. who that got a present got a pair of socks. Yeah, so. yeah love it. Yeah. And, Thank and you. Not that it means anything, but I just want to point out that this, 
the comments on our message board yes. for tonight have more men on them than we've ever had on any show we have ever done. I'm just saying, not that right, it has anything right, right. to do with us talking about Alaska and fishing. <laughs> not that it has anything to do with that whatsoever. Right. But we're going to open every show from now on talking about Alaska and fishing. Yes. There you go. Mm -hmm. We do and need, Patty's going to start. We definitely need more uh, male followers. And, um, and I think <laughs> all of our topics... Um, relate to any all y'all, yeah, all y'all, any anybody. Yep. Um, even the books we read, I think we can gain so much from our conversation. Even men, married men, single men, men who, women, whatever, whoever. La la la. Um, <laughs> I Do honestly, you need a bear hug. I need a bear hug. <laughs> bear hug. <laughs> you know, maybe it gives you um, a different take or a different viewpoint on, you know, what we're talking about. It it might resonate with you and go, oh, I understand something different or yeah. in a different way. And, and that's the objective. And that's the absolute. We're we're here about yeah. uh, you know talking about things that relate to all humanity. Yep. Agreed. Except for... And how did llamas... I'm not exactly sure how llamas got llama. in the conversation. <laughs> I totally agree, though. Llama... Fishing for llamas would be yes. awesome. But is that is part word? of the conversation? What's that song? I don't know the song. We're going to the hooky lao. Hooky, 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 hooky lao. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> and again... The sign, hand, hand gestures. Yeah, I don't know. Everyone. I, it turns out my husband... Obviously, we haven't been to Hawaii enough. No, no, never. I don't know. <laughs> right. So um, we must do that. Yeah. A research trip. Yeah. Okay. I agree. Great. Awesome. Well, we could even podcast from right. there. Right. Totally. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. So if you're just joining us, I'm Jill. Jill. Kim Michelle mm -hmm. Hi. is here and I'm here. And today's topic is, well, we've all three kind of had, not kind of, we've had the experience of um, not only being aging parents, but helping and supporting our own aging parents. And some of the experiences that we have shared or had in the last couple of years of, of that aging process. Yeah. So I do at this moment want to tell you, Patty, how much I adore you and appreciate you and know how much your heart is hurting right mm -hmm. now. Yeah. Your poor mom is yeah. mm -hmm. back in the hospital yep. today. And... Virginia, we love you so very much. Yep. Tom, Patty's dad, we love you so very much. And we're sending you all of our love, all of our good energies and hugs. And Patty, we're hugging you too, because mm -hmm. I know it's, mm. it's yeah, tough. And sure. so, just so... Well, I, you know, I appreciate it because I know last week uh, we got home from Alaska and my mom was in the hospital yep. and I was heading to the hospital to visit her, but there were so many needs that I couldn't make it here. And of course, all I have to do is text and say, I'm here, I'm doing this. And my friends are super supportive. And I have a lot, I, I appreciate, I appreciate the support. I have lots of uh, people who are very supportive of me, but you know, but we've been through it. Uh, the, and, and at the same time, you have been one supportive daughter, mm -hmm. your yeah. parents at this stage, it, they're just so lucky and blessed to have you mm. as a daughter. Well, I just have to, I have a lot of making up to do. 
For mm. what? <laughs> no. Well, I can't tell. Um, you know, when I was a teenager, maybe? Oh, no. No. That's, mm -mm. that's what I we think. get to choose when we choose <laughs> to have kids, right? We choose right. to have whatever comes our way. Yeah. Yeah. No. So, no, it's been great. I, you know, I've uh, looked back on the last 15 years and I've been able to have lunch with my mom and dad several times a week and you've been able to come and yes. you've been able to yeah. come uh -huh. and we have other friends who've been able to come and being able to have that time with my parents often has really put my mind and heart at ease because I can, one, I can check in with them during at lunch um, and also um, get to spend that time with them, which I'm super grateful. And they got to know me in a different age and Right. stage and and I got to know them too so it, it's been a great 15 years of having that time and I feel very blessed to have had it I want to have more of that time uh, I'm just not in charge of that yeah we can't choose for them mm -mm. I think that's one of the hardest parts of dealing with an aging parent is that all of a sudden the roles seem reversed a little bit mm -hmm. you yes. know that now you are in some ways the caretaker of your parent versus you know they're not the caretaker of you right. even though at some level my mom will still um call and check on me very much in the caretaker role of me but at the same time I can see where there's a need to be the caretaker for her and so sometimes and for you know their spouses and those kinds of things. So that ro those roles start to reverse a little bit. And that can be somewhat confusing, not just for the child, but also for the adult <laughs> in the agree. relationship who wants to maintain their independence. Right. Totally understand that. And at the same time, sometimes they need you to step in and maybe point out some clarity in a situation that they might not be able to see for themselves. Right. Mm -hmm. It's a hard row. Yeah, I agree. It's been a definite shift for me. And in my experience with my mom, when yeah. she passed away um, two years ago, that was that time period before she passed away. And she passed away young. Yeah, she very was young. Yeah. yeah. And just when she was uh, sick beforehand, she had, as you guys know, had dementia. And um, that whole experience of kind of being a, a oh, I don't know, take charge yeah. kind of person. Mm -hmm. um, I was so grateful that I was able to do that and to help in that role, but it is definitely something that kind of shakes you. Yeah. Well, and especially if you want to take charge earlier than they're ready for you to. Exactly. And yeah. a lot of times it's not met with the same. Uh-uh. Um, acceptance. Acceptance. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I feel like as we've gone through this process with my mom, that we've had to be very gentle about certain things and cause you don't want to offend them or take away their rights and dignity. But when, when they're not making the right decisions anymore or you, that you're happy with, or you can see something right. they can't, you know, however it works out, you're like, okay, this is the deal. This is what you're doing. Yeah. And that's what we did today. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, well, I'm glad she's in the right place. She, she is. And, and, but you know, 
and I understand like not feeling well and just like, if this is how I'm going to be forever, I don't want to be like sure. this. And I, I've experienced this idea of quality over quantity mm-hmm. in many different mm-hmm. experiences with friends, right. qu- quality over quantity, with time spent, with whatever it is, but also with your health, mm-hmm. you know, I want quality health mm-hmm. over quantity of bad health. Right. And, um, you know, I, I get it, but it's hard. Yeah. There's a definite mindset. Like, you know, I, have you ever had to think your way out of being sick? Oh my word. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a lot of it does have to start with your head to make sure you're able to do that. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I mean about sometimes the role reversal, right? Is that you can see things that maybe they can't see right now, Mm -hmm. which is exactly how the adult in your life showed up when you were the teenager, right? And they were trying to advise you and tell you things. And sometimes you wouldn't listen and you didn't want to hear it because, you know, you knew everything (laughs) as a teenager and you didn't want to hear it. Mm -hmm. It's kind of that same type of thing. hundred percent. Yeah. Well, and I feel like Jill too, you know, um, you, went through that trying to get some answers with your parents yeah, and it was pretty resistant. Very resistant. Yeah. Which is hard because then you become, you know, you feel helpless. Yeah. Helpless and frustrated. And there's some anger there too. Mm-hmm. There's definitely some anger there too in you. Um, and I think that's part of, you know, being an adult because as an adult, we're able to find those answers when we need those answers. But when finding those answers, um, isn't our decision right that's really hard yeah did you guys see what ed just yeah posted? i love yeah. that mm-hmm. share says, that. kirsten and i are both orphans now and ed is our dear friend that we've taught yeah, with for years and years and years yeah and kirsten Sweet as well can be, yeah. mm-hmm. um we're both orphans now and watching our parents go through the change is really really tough her mom was so sharp an English teacher who shared with me a love for literature and love to talk books and the New York times crossword. Yeah. I, I love that. I appreciate that you say that Ed, Mm -hmm. um, part of what my mom and her siblings did, they kind of competed with each other who could get the New York times done the quickest. I love it. They did them together. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sadly three out of four of my mom's siblings, my mom being one of those, um, they have dementia. Mm -hmm. And so it is, it's, it's a devastating thing to watch your parents because I don't know if it's like this for you guys, but for me, my parents in my head are the same age as they've been for me for forever, the whole time. Yep. Mm -hmm. 25 years. Right. Just like when your mom calls you and treats you like you're yeah. 18 or 19, they Mm -hmm. still see you as yeah. Yeah. That age. And so it's, Really, really, I, can't, I I use the word really, really so much, but mm-hmm. it's, it's really, really, really hard, but it is, Ed, you're absolutely right. Just to watch that transition and to watch the struggle and the change and the, all that gets lost in all of there in that moment, you know, we also watched Kate's mom mm-hmm. who also had dementia go through that and another one of the most intelligent women I've ever known yeah and so this whole idea of aging parents and one of the things that it really makes me think about is how will I be when my kids are in my position 
and what are some things that I can learn from my experiences now with my parents and aunties and, you know, friends, parents as well. What are some things that I need to learn to ease that transition for my kids? Yeah. I think that's such a powerful question. I know that some of the things that I've wondered, because I remember, I, you know, it makes me think back to how my parents were with healthcare growing when I was growing up, you know, and I do not remember them to be people that went to the doctor that did like, you know, healthcare checks and, you know, all that kind of stuff. The only time it, I remember them going to the doctor was if it was something serious, mm-hmm. you know, um, and, uh, I tried to think, is that something that was maybe generational? Was it because my parents, you know, had five young kids and they both, my dad worked a lot and my mom was busy, busy, busy with kids and her little daycare. And was it money? Was it because of the way they were raised that you just didn't do take care of things like that? Is it, was it that kind of transition? Is that why yeah. maybe they became so resistant to medical care. But one of the things that I do know that kind of puts a tweak in that is my dad, um, as he was nearing retirement age, uh, he got really, really, really sick and was in a horrible amount of pain. And um, I finally said, if you don't go to the doctor, I'll make the appointment. I'll drive up there. I will drag your butt. And if you can, if anyone who knows my dad can imagine me dragging my dad's butt anywhere and my dad letting me drag his butt anywhere. Right. But my dad was in such a position that he actually called a neurologist and finally found out what was going on. And he had a really long road to recovery. And over the past years from that, and plus since my mom has died, my dad has been so good at being on top of his doctor's appointments. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it was because of that big, scary event for him when he was, you know, 68 or whatever it was when he retired, if that changed him, because he had things before that. I mean, I remember when he was young and they thought he had lupus. I remember that. And I, you know, I mean, there was stuff like that, but I don't know if that's what it is. I just know that I try to think about what are the things that I should do to ease that for my boys. Yeah. Well, Jill, I think you're already doing a lot of it. You're saying cognitively aware. And I think that's a huge thing. Always wanting to learn new things. And my mother-in-law does a great job of that. She's constantly learning and doing Sudoku and, yeah. and challenging her brain and, yep. and things like that. So I think we got to always continue to challenge ourselves cognitively. And the next thing is we need to gain muscle mass yeah. mm-hmm. all Stay the time. Active. Yeah. Stay active. Mm-hmm. Um, I was <laughs> Riley and I say this a lot when I lived in Sweden, my senior year of high school, I gained, I don't know, 30 pounds or something. Cause every night we would eat the tea. Food was so good. <laughs> the food was good. And my Swedish family, she made my Swedish mother made yummy bread every day. And at night, eight o'clock, we'd all gather at the table, the whole family and we'd eat tea and bread and cheese. And, um, and I was always the first one there and I wasn't, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't very active. Like I had been on dance lessons and whatnot. 
And so I did put on some weight. Well, some years later, which was actually years later, 20 something years later, I went back to my Swedish family's house. Um, and I was with a couple friends that had known me in high school and we were sitting at the table having tea and bread with my Swedish mom. And I said to her, Jana or uh, Ritva, this is why I gained so much weight, this yummy tea and, and uh, bread and cheese right here. And Ritva said, Patty, you gotta move. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, oh, okay, okay. You can eat the cheese and bread, but if you don't move, it sticks with you. <laughs> right. And so we constantly say, you gotta move. And yeah. it is true. Um, move and um, cognitive skills all the time, reading, mm -hmm. growing, yep. Yep. challenging, trying new things mm -hmm. and uh -huh. socially, socially. Yes. Yep. They, mm -hmm. Research has shown that one of the biggest um, preventers of dementia is your social ability and the, how much connection you have and conversations and talking and being with others. That's one of the really big things too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And all of those things. I remember as I was there as my mom was dying and helping to care for her in the hospital and trying to move her around and, and thinking, I, this scare, that scared me a lot. That scared me quite a bit. Um, and my mom up until her dementia really set in, you know, she walked almost every day, you know, she was on her treadmill every day. And I just remember thinking, this is something in my life that's got to change. This is something that I've got to, you mm -hmm. know, do preventatively to and, help. And it's not easy. Oh my gosh. No. And, and Lord knows. Right. And you can't just say, oh, I don't want to do this. Cause that seems hard. We, we actually have to be super proactive at it and, and me included. Like yeah. I have to make myself want to, or make myself do things that I don't yeah. want to do. Put yeah. myself in positions of learning that's challenging. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. For my cognition. And I know my kids have thought that I think that's been concerning to our kids, yeah. my kids already. Yeah. So I don't want to be in that position and we might be no matter what, right? Yeah, you know, but whatever we can do to, to change that you guys are biking. Well, because there's some things that you can control and there's mm -hmm. some things you can't. Right. So of course you might as well work on the things that aren't in your control and then you surrender the rest of it mm -hmm. right because there's not anything you can surrender control mm -hmm. around surrender. those things never well. surrender <laughs> okay there's different interpretations of surrender so <laughs> i'm just saying <laughs> april says the day you realize you are an orphan is a sad sad day the best yeah. gift you can give your kids is oh and i miss the rest of it april it's Sean, what is on. april saying here best kiss do you gift you can give your kids is your good health. I want to give up my bad habits now and develop good ones for the sake of my poor kids. Mm -hmm. I, it's about one of my major motivations, April. I understand that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's hard to imagine because Scott, my husband is 60, which is uh, relatively young. And in fact, you know, in our household, we are the old ones now. So our kids are having probably having the same conversation about, hey, do you realize how old mom and dad are getting now? And they're having this conversation about, you know, yeah, did you realize mom the other day I asked her and she had no idea what I was talking about. Right. So they're probably having this very conversation about how, how do we deal with mom and dad now that they're getting older. But um, 60 is relatively young. Um, it's the new 50. Exactly. Um, the new 40. And, you know, he has none of his parents 
yeah. living, you right. know, um, including his stepfather. So his father, his mother, and his stepfather have all passed. And um, that's really hard to imagine at 60 that you don't have any of your parents mm -hmm. that are are still alive. Um, so I think that in and of itself is a whole other conversation is how do you, you know, how do you deal with that? Not that you are a motherless son or a fatherless right. son. Right. I think that's a whole other mm -hmm. conversation because it changes the dynamic of who you think you are and, right. you know, and you still are that person. It's just shifting the dialogue around that right. and what you might make that mean. Well, mm -hmm. Ed says that he's asked Kirsten to sign him up for extreme sports as soon as he starts to succumb to dementia <laughs> or if he has to use a jazzy chair <laughs> like street luge um maybe or motorcycle jumping i love yeah, it yeah but I i've it, seen ed. ed i've seen you down there um doing fly tying down there in your basement oh his, mm -hmm. um, his bow bow yeah for his, his bow, bow rehairing mm -hmm. uh-huh mm -hmm. mm -hmm. yeah okay i thought they were flies yeah. <laughs> ed, because that's fly the fish? world i live in because uh -huh. if scott were doing that they were definitely yeah. be flies, fly yeah. fishing yeah yeah mm -hmm. he does that beautiful um, yeah i was just going to comment about the some as as we're taking care of parents mm -hmm. we can definitely be angry at how they've taken care of themselves to get to this point. And I think that's part of our grief too, is mad, Yeah, you know, and um, I can imagine that our kids would be mad at that. And I love April said, um, the day you realize you're an orphan is a sad, sad day. And to give your kids your, your best health. Um, I know I went through April's um, experience taking care of her mom. She was the sole caretaker for her since she was 16 her mom was diagnosed with ms wow and um she it was just her, she and her mom and a brother that was in and out not not always lived at home and was always he wasn't always there to help because he had kids and a family too and april moved to la and she was up back to st george every week every two weeks to check on her mom so at such a young age 16 mm -hmm. till um six years ago when her mom passed so it's that's a lot years of years yeah. yeah yep so her mom was like a second mom to me and and um and needed full care towards towards the end and i remember even year a couple years even before her mom passed away april would get so mad at some of the food she why are you eating jerky why are you eating mentos get rid of this stuff you know and i'm like she's in a wheelchair give her a mento let, let her have what let she her wants. have a mento um and so easy to say for the person who isn't yes. taking care of her 24 7. yes <laughs> yes and yes absolutely yeah and, and i can i and my husband lost his dad over 21 years ago so wow. riley was 30 when his dad Holy passed cow. away yeah that's and so that's young. too young well that's yeah Alyssa. that's mm -hmm. yeah that's Alyssa in losing kate Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Kate died at 54 and Alyssa was just 31. Yeah. yeah. And that's so, too young. Way too young. And I have a, my sister-in-law, um, who's a lot younger than me. Um, she lost both her parents within a year um, of cancer, different types of cancer. Lost both her parents. And wow. she was probably uh, maybe 30. Yeah. Mm. I, mean, I can't. I can't quite remember. I think the, it was. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think the key in dealing, and not that I know, 
but for me, I think the key in dealing with your parents as they age um, is to still recognize their ability to make autonomous decisions Mm -hmm. and be supportive as much as you can be, as long as they're still making choices and decisions that ultimately are healthy for them to make. And at some point, if they're not healthy for them to make, I mean, if they're 80 and they want a Mentos, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. They're and of course, her, her mom was 72. Mm-hmm. So she was too young. Yeah. But lived awesome. Like she yeah. lived life to of the fullest. April's, April's mom lived life to yeah. the fullest. In fact, even at... Um, even towards the end, she just wanted one more um, day at the Candy and Coke. Coke. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. One more day up at the Elks to yeah. karaoke. And fact, she passed away in November, but she came to my daughter's wedding in September and sang I at remember. it. Yeah. Beautiful. I remember. Beautiful. Yeah. I remember the song mm-hmm. that she sang. Yep. Mm-hmm. And um, that was what a treat. Yeah. What a special treat to have her there because my kids were raised with her as Grandma Carol. Yeah. You well, know? you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, the way she chose her ending and how she decided to go out is the way I'm going to do it too. Mm-hmm. Her April's mom. And I just respected the way she mm-hmm. handled her ending her donation and everything like that. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. That's absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Just, I mean, that's where I learned about it was mm-hmm. from that experience. Yeah. It so. was an interesting experience um, to have the University of Utah, especially having MS, would yeah. pay for the cremation. She, um, her body gets used to for science. science. Um, people in the medical profession trying, needing cadavers, right? Mm-hmm. And then a year later, we went to a ceremony for all of that year's donations of pe- people. And um, she has her name on a huge wall up at the university. Yep. And also they mailed April a tree and all of the ashes yeah. at a later date. And um, I I find that incredibly comforting. I, well, yeah. I gave, I gave um, Judd a copy of April's mom's program mm. because on the back it has the information about that right yeah because I just find that gifting to be so mm-hmm. amazing that she did well, it's so necessary right right and you know aging parents this is some of the stuff right this mm-hmm. is this the conversations that at least in my family we didn't have until after my mom passed um, making decisions as to what the closure would look like was the same with Kate, when Kate died. Alyssa and Mike and I talked about how that was going to look. Yeah, I think and talking about things is critical. Yep. You yep. know, talk about things, put things out in the light of day. Yep. Judd's, you know, I think that's critical. Yep. Judd's pretty clear. No, I'm not going in the ground. <laughs> Claustrophobic. <Mm-mm. laughs> I'm not going in the ground. So if anybody decides to put me in the ground, I will be back haunting. Right. Because I'll be trying to get out. Well, I won't put you in the ground then. (laughs) Nobody puts baby in the ground. Nobody. (laughs) Uh, Oh, April said the tree is thriving. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Um, So how do we deal with our own feelings around our aging parents? Because it's so sad. Yeah. I'm actually 
super sad today. Yeah. Um, but I'm sad today for my mom and my dad more than I'm sad for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm sad for me and my kid. I mean, I want my mom sure. around forever, but I, I'm sad. It's sad to watch when my mom is just miserable and yeah. doesn't want to be like that. And yeah. my dad who hasn't slept in months and right. is the sole caretaker and exhausted, worried and exhausted. And, right. And just worried. Yeah. That's nobody wants to watch their dad be worried. Yeah. Well, I think you're, I think you're doing exactly what can be done is that you're being there you're gaining, you're gathering as much information Making it as you can mm -hmm. so that you can provide them with options. Ultimately, those are their choices to make, and but you're there to support that. And then you seek out where you can find comfort. That's right. Wow. You guys saved you me. You find your people. Yep. Yeah, I've got a lot of people, and I'm grateful, yep. grateful mm -hmm. for that. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. I'll... I'll one text mm -hmm. and I've got my friends right there for me. Yeah, so. for sure. But aging parents, aging, aging parents, and we're the we're the next generation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we are the aging I'm parents. My boys tell ahead. me all the time. Mm -hmm. My boys tell me all the time. You're so old. Yes. Okay. Oh, then I have to give a shout out to my kids because I'm the one. Like I'm so old, and my kids are like, "Nope, you're only 37. What are you talking about?" That's right. Awesome. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, yeah. Awesome. So shout out to my kids. Mm -hmm. Thanks, kids. <laughs> well, well hey, we are all going to experience it in one way or the other. We are all going to be participants of the aging parent situation because... Yep. That's just... We the, either have them or we're going to be it. Right. Yeah, mm -hmm. one or the other. Yep. yep. So I guess I my a gentle nudge for any listener and myself would be to... Get your ducks in a row so your kids yeah. don't have to make hard mm -hmm. decisions. Yeah. And also, um, you know, be as healthy as you can. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's true. Uh, get to the gym. Know, yeah. You know, I think that's the same gentle nudge mm -hmm. is um, communicate. Let everybody know what those things are. Right. Right. Um, don't be afraid to have those kind of conversations. I know that in my family history, there's a lot of secrets. And there's so many things that are still very secretive that just trickle out. Uh, not necessarily in the generation I'm in now, but especially a couple generations past, there are things that just trickle out, just trickle out, right? So I would just make those known to people so that somebody doesn't feel like they're the ones that have to make all the decisions around it because that's a that's quite a burden to carry yeah absolutely yeah. Mm -hmm. um my gentle nudge is to be kind to yourself if you find yourself in a position watching others um in situations that you wish you could change mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. be gentle with yourself and know that you just need to be nice to yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's it. And be kind. It's not just meant for other people. Right. And sorry, honey, you're not going to have your body pushed out into the lake, into Lake Powell. 
In I might Viking, do it. In a Viking, I might do it. Flaming Viking. I might do it for you, Jed. <laughs> <laughs> what about maybe maybe we could do like Gunlock or Sand oh, Hollow, yeah, something like that. We were just up at Pinewood Lake. Pool. We might be able to do that. Right. Just do it on mm-hmm. the pool. <laughs> you do it in your backyard in the pool. <laughs> okay. Well, that topic is enough heavy. So let's do the blue bowl. Blue yeah. bowl. Okay. Um, by the way, for those of you that are listening, the three of us start. School tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. We I love ya tomorrow. Notice it's just the two of them singing. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm actually kind of um, excited about a schedule. And then I won't be once I get the schedule. Mm. <laughs> but I, we all love teaching. Yep. Yeah, so that's, that's not, that's that's not, that's 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 not the, the hard part. It's just the damn alarm clock. Yeah, I'm yeah, just over. If I could an teach alarm clock. at the time, can I, I just want say? To teach? Yes. So I, so it does not matter. I had this conversation with Scott this morning. So this morning, I keep getting up earlier because I'm not getting out of the house sooner. Right. So I keep getting up earlier, earlier, earlier. It doesn't matter what time I get up. I'm still getting out of the house at the same time because <laughs> the earlier I get up, then the more leisurely I get ready. Right. So oh, yeah. because I don't like to feel. Rushed. Well, Scott says, I do like to feel rushed. So it isn't until I get to the point where like, oh my gosh, I got to go. That start, things start happening. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I got to figure that out. <laughs> right. Because pretty soon I'll be getting up at 530 and still leaving at the same time. Right. That's yeah. not going to no, work. No, I yeah. know. There's got to be a sweet spot mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Patty, since it's your first day back, why don't you go first? Okay. Well, let me get my little guy. Yeah. Um, what surprised you the most? About this week, mm-hmm. hmm. Um, I have not been putting the snooze button on. Oh, for the every day this week. Congratulations! <laughs> oh, every Congratulations. day. Not every day. Really? Not every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm look. I am looking forward to uh, my classroom, and cool. yeah, I'm excited about that. The classroom, the physical classroom, mm-hmm. or kids I've, in the classroom. Oh, you know what? I met a lot of cuties last night yeah. at back to school oh, night. So. You had back to school night already? Uh-huh. We did. It's nice to have it done. Check. What? Yes. Yeah. And I am Ours excited to see them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get energy from kids. So. Yeah, for sure. So I, I know I felt like, oh, good. You're energetic. I will suck the life out of you. Yeah. Oh, that's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So you might want to protect your kids from us. There you go. Okay. Biggest um, accomplishment of the week has to be my room is ready. Oh, Nothing else is ready, but my room <laughs> looks awesome Good. and it is ready. So a special shout out to Scott, who has just really been over there with me all week, helping me get it ready, even without air conditioning in there. Do you have air now? Uh, Well, so we did, but then we lost power today. All the teachers (laughs) are over there the day before school, and we all lost power today. It was, it was awesome. That is awesome. So great. I loved it. Yeah. Well, Mm -hmm. it was great. It really was. It's honestly the life of the teacher. Yeah. You can't, the thing is, is you can't. You uh, have to be flexible. You have to be flexible. Yeah. You can't rely. Oh, you think technology is going to always work. And then when it doesn't, you better have a second plan. It was awesome. We just worked in the dark. Mm -hmm. It was amazing. It was kind of sexy. Not that sexy. Just a little bit sexy. Oh, I'm going to start singing. I better stop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to stop right now. Okay. Um, What made me smile this week? Well, it was during back to school night last night. Um, And actually during the week when I had 
lots of kiddos that I had a student last year come in and say, Ms. Merkin, I have you again this year. I'm oh, so that's excited so awesome. to be yeah. in your class. And that really fills me up. Yep. I love that. So that's made me smile. Yeah, for sure. Especially the ones that are coming into um, concurrent enrollment, English 1010 mm-hmm. as a high school student. I know you're going to kill me, but I'm still so excited to come. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. Nice. Yes, it's true. So it's a great place to get college credit in um, in English 1010. It's definitely worth work. it. And yeah. It's definitely worth it. For and, sure. And, and it'll, it. you'll be better prepared for college. Because yeah. And to all my seniors coming in, we're going to start with Beowulf. Woo! <laughs> yes, that is so Ooh, exciting. Uh, Speaking of books, <laughs> if you uh, haven't started our book today, um, this is a great topic. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It it this topic goes along with our character in our book a yeah, little bit, yeah, yeah. a little bit. Yeah, it sure um, does. And Sean, will you throw the book up there? Yes, the brilliant mm-hmm. life of Eudora Honeysett. And I haven't finished it, and I think you love, two love, have. love, oh, yes, yeah, twice. Mm-hmm. And my mother in law loved it, and my uh, sister read it, loved yeah. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just yeah. a joy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm getting close, but so far I love. Uh, the main three yeah. main characters, mm-hmm. and I am excited to hope it takes a little bit of a turn. Yeah, it's for fantastic. Eudora, and yep. um, and it goes right along again with what we talked about. A lot today. of these themes, and yep. next week we have a guest uh, that's going to be joining us. That's going to be a perfect uh, conversation um, and a great topic, standalone topic, but it also just has a beautiful segue into the book as well. So Mm -hmm. join us for that fabulous guest next week. Have a great week, friends. And if you're back to school, school. thank you. First week, ladies, happy first week. I don't know that that's a real song, Jill. It is now, but I don't know that it really is a real song. See you guys. Bye. Happy week. (laughs) Bye. Thanks for listening to It's a Great Day to Talk. Be sure to follow and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. And until next week, get get out there and talk. This has been a production from A Podcast Studio.